Talking Like Normal People is brought to you by MyCastingFile.com. MyCastingFile, the place for talent to get their start. All right, welcome to Talking Like Normal People, a show dedicated to talking about acting, casting, and auditions, and probably some other things too with people who love it. I am your host, Ryan Glorioso, casting director based in New Orleans, Louisiana, and just across from me is the future, Justin Coulter. Hello. CSA. Yay. Hey, Justin, remember recently we were featured uh, on the CSA's Instagram? Yeah, we that was cool, we, huh? t- we took over the CSA Instagram, uh, showed a day in the life, and it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, just a little behind the scenes action. It's all gone now. You can't even see it. I know. Right? Well, I have the videos. Well, you do, the, yeah, but pics. like a person can't go watch it. No. 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 If you, if you missed it and you don't understand stories... <laughs> then you're old <laughs> i i didn't really understand stories you know like three months ago you still no. kind of don't but you're getting better i don't why because i post pictures on my feed and in my story well what you did yesterday is you uploaded a, a picture to your feed and then you screenshotted it and then posted it to your story what are you talking about i you posted a picture of uh you me and tommy martin and you screenshotted it and posted it to your story no i didn't it sure did look like you did. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that that you did. Wow. <laughs> wow. I am forty six years old. That's okay. I shouldn't have to know how to do all this shit. No. <laughs> ah, anyway, thank you to all of our listeners and subscribers. Please help us out by rating, reviewing, and subscribing on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Podbean, Stitcher. Stitcher yeah. is a supporter Stitcher. of the show. Yeah. Um if you if you upgrade to Stitcher Premium and use uh, the promo code normal people, you get a month free. So check that out if you're into it. All right, postcard of the week. It's from Michelle Binet. Uh, she is SAG-AFTRA. She's got a lot going on oh, let's on hear this about postcard. It. It's a lot. It's a lot of pictures. I don't even know. Uh, okay, let's. Okay, she's with BYSB Talent Agency. She used to live in New Orleans. Um, and then it says, quote, you're the your level of talent is so high and that's by mary lou belly tv director two-time emmy winner these are quotes here's another quote on the front of her postcard that was amazing i've seen this scene read tons of times you're one of the only actresses that didn't fall into the traps you had all the different emotions she is going through and that's a quote by lisa zambetti casting director of criminal minds I'm glad um, she in- included the whole quote so it didn't just end with you're one of the only actors that didn't fall. <laughs> like, we Everybody you, full choice. Then she wrote us on the back of it. Um, it says, hi, Ryan. Hi, Justin. All right. I hope all is well in your world and you're enjoying the change of seasons. With the new season, I've decided to learn to play guitar. So I, uh, I am, So I can sing all of the songs I've written. I had no idea it would be so hard on my fingers. They hurt. But no matter. I will continue until I master it because that's my nature. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Warmly, Michelle. All right. That was a novel. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to hire Michelle, she's with BYSB Talent Agency. And... But no, don't hire her for hand modeling in the next few months. No, she's got calluses. She's all torn up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. She missed an opportunity there. <laughs> Hand modeling career. All right. 
Let's get to our guest whose voice has peeked into this episode already. Um, maybe you recognize it. I don't know. Um, so our guest this week, he's been acting in film and television professionally since 2002. I mean, that's what I found on the internet. Anyway. <laughs> he's one of the busiest actors in the Southeast with over 100 film and TV credits under his belt and more projects on the horizon. All this, and he's still in his 30s. Well, I don't know if he'll be in his 30s <laughs> when this when airs. When this interview's over. <laughs> Not only is he a well-crafted actor, he is one of the hardest working guys who understands that no one else will hustle for him the way he hustles for himself. He has worked with numerous industry icons from Denzel Washington, Anthony Hopkins, Robert De Niro, and Gene Hackman to Tom Cruise, Will Ferrell, Will Smith, Mark Wahlberg, and Sylvester Stallone. I stole that from your IMDb. Hey. In addition to acting, he has also ventured into producing in the past few years. We're excited to have Billy Slaughter on the show. Yay. Billy. You guys, excited to be here. I was going to just like grab your whole bio on IMDb, but it, it really would be until your birthday like, <laughs> before I finished reading it. Um, Did you get that postcard girl to write it? <laughs> you know Michelle, right? Yeah, I think she so, she yeah. used to come in here and audition, and uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll jog your memory after okay. this. I'm old school. I know everything's shorter nowadays. I need like the the 30 second bio. Yeah, yeah. you need the uh, the Twitter bio. Yeah, Billy yeah. Slaughter is actor. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. That's it. Grammatically yeah. incorrect. The shorter the better. Yep. All right, Billy, how's it going? Going fantastic. Yeah, you've yeah. been you've Beautiful been rocking holidays. and rolling lately, huh? It's been a, a heck of a year. Um, Every time you think it's uh, it's it's you're never going to work again, you're like you you email me with fourteen projects that you're <laughs> that you're working on. It, it is true. I'm not. I mean, I guess it's it's typical of of actors. Um, I, I yes, Billy emails me. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> oh, as needed. Uh, to yeah, clarify. As, yeah. You know, um, but uh. Oh, where was that? Yeah, it's uh, I, you know, I'm not maybe I'm I'm certainly not presumptuous as as an actor. You know, like I'm not expecting. All right, this project, the next wave is coming in, and I'm going to be doing this. Sure, going here. So it is uh, it is nice to um, to, I guess be be proven wrong when you know after you finish up on something and you're just like, all right, that was great, but back to the. Back, back to, to the, it's always a back grind. Back to the, the drawing board. Yeah, and it I mean, it's who, a grind for are. movie stars too, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. All right, so we're gonna get into it. So, but let's start from the beginning about you. Tell us who you are, where are you from, how'd you get into this crazy world, and uh, you can go back as far as you want. Uh, um, well, I mean, born and raised in in New Orleans. Yeah, proud local boy, and uh, I didn't. Uh, I loved movies growing up and just stories and books, but I never had any formal aspirations like I didn't set out to be an actor I didn't know any anyone in the business or or much about it um and I guess that changed like a lot of New Orleans stories in in high school I was starting so uh I know we got a, a big local audience so I I went to, to I survived Jesuit is my is my deep okay. secret um but uh it's funny because I was listening to to Lucy's episode and so I was. At, oh, were you there at the same time? Uh, I mean, I know she didn't go yeah, to Jesuit. Yeah, so I was there during like the the legendary Sonny Bory era when it was the the standard of high school theater. <laughs> but I I didn't do a single play there. All all they did were were musicals, which I didn't really have an interest in. Oh. Um, and my sister was at Mount Carmel, and they were starting up their their fall production of Our Town and looking for boys. Were you George Gibbs. Uh, I, I was I was Editor Webb. 
edit a web yes in your first play uh yeah nice. yeah so just you know audition for it i was just looking for something to try out in high school that would maybe put me around coming of age young women all day instead of you know was that the accent you <laughs> used like you use like a, a massachusetts a, 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 a grovers corners yeah grovers corners yes. uh, yeah. yeah yeah that was that was amusing. I, I did a production of uh, Our Town uh, in Summerstock, and uh, the director was always trying to, you know, get us to to do the accent. You know, and I, 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 I'm not even going to attempt. Yeah, but, and half the kids yeah. in the cast didn't even try, and it's you know. But you tried. I I tried. Yeah, I had some some moments. Of so it. Mount Carmel, huh? And yeah. uh, and okay, so and so and uh, I it it clicked. You know, it was just like an immediate. I've um, like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is what I love doing. And I just wanted to do more of it. So I, I did theater all throughout high school. Um, I did a lot of, uh, I guess, Shakespeare became sort of my, my forte. Um, I was involved with the, the Shakespeare Fest here, went to UNO for, for, uh, for drama, did, uh, ended up doing a, a, a summer program at, at, at uh at bada in in england which i know some of your other guests did just an unbelievable like classical shakespearean training um so that was a summer and then i did my sophomore year on exchange to hunter college in new york dang oh, my um, friend went there uh they and they had they had a cool program too you know and and unlike uh and maybe that was my first time where you know the the people you're training with you know have 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 real credits or you know yeah. know so and so but new york was where I guess I made the shift from from theater to to film. Okay, uh, I knew my time was limited there, so rather than just limiting myself to like, all right, the fall production and the spring production, um, I was in touch with a lot of the the student filmmakers, and it's like, hey, we can crank out some student films, and you know, let's do a, a few in a in a weekend type thing. So uh, I came back, and uh, when I graduated from from UNO. Uh, I guess what what timed out for me really well then is just as I was was coming out, um, that's when our our production tax credits passed here in so, Louisiana. Yeah. yeah, so I sort of went into college as a as a theater major, always having an aspiration for film, and then right as I was coming out, looking for what that next step was going to be. You know, did I have to move to a major market to have any sort of opportunity? That's when the film industry came here. Nice and uh, lucky. It's that yeah, that was certainly luck, and then and then I guess the 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 luck that piggybacked there was uh, the first film that that uh, that used the credits was uh, was Runaway Jury, the mm -hmm. Grisham film, and uh, there were no there weren't any roles in that for me, but they asked me to come on and and stand in for Dustin Hoffman, who I mean as a kid just out of like drama school, yeah. you're like all right, so uh, and you mentioned Hackman, like that was the first film. Uh, Dustin and, and Gene had ever done together and they were old roommates, you know, in New York and they went to the theater school together at Pasadena Playhouse. So like all this just lit actor history and um, I, just to be a fly on a wall, uh, I, I soaked so much up. I think Dustin saw like my, my, my chutzpah and so we clicked and then he invited me to move out to L.A. to be his, his regular stand in. And uh, now, when you say he invited you to move yes. out, so what? Tell me about that. Yeah, that's an interesting <laughs> like, thing. Like, so you stayed in his door. guest his guest house, or what? Like, no, he well, he did. He put me in touch with with some people to you know help the help just a, a little kid from New Orleans. Nice, you know, make the move out out into the big city. And uh, yeah, he didn't 
Yes, I was. I, I wasn't his pool boy. <laughs> you know? uh, if anything, I was. Uh, I, I was y- young and naive about it because I remember when when he's like, "Yeah, you know, we we liked working with you. I'm starting up the next projects. If you wanna, you know, come on out and 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 continue on with me." Um, I was just like, I was like, I've made it. Yes. This is yeah. it. I mean, you know, you're waiting for the excuse to 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 make the move, and it's like if yeah. you're not gonna do it, when one of the the greatest of all time summons yeah. you like, what are you waiting for? But I was like, I made it. And then, uh, and then you get the, you know, now, the, the did, reality check. Did you get any like mentorship from him or was it strictly like a, a work thing? Like, I mean, we, we didn't, uh, it was, it was on set. He, he was, he's a super giving guy. So, uh, there, yeah, I would say there was a, you know, an, an informal mentorship, you know, it's mm-hmm. not, it wasn't like a, sit me down and sort of and yeah, jump me through guide you but through yeah he was always available for uh when i had questions and of course you know other stand-ins would be just hanging out at crafty or like catching up on on some rest and and i would just sit there with a with a notepad and 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 take notes and soak it up um and why, I, but, why and is I this thought, kid sitting outside my trailer <laughs> taking a master yeah. class but uh so that I consider my my years with, with working with Dustin as like my, my my grad school because the flip side it did I had to put my own uh, I guess acting pursuits on on hold for a bit uh, but I've always been focused on like big picture and I, sure. I I knew like I couldn't I didn't think I could go wrong with yeah you know just learning getting a glimpse into that level of the industry would that works. be how you got your screen actors guild uh card no, doing I, the stand-in work I, I got that no I, I got it long ago um on one of my first projects ever before called, runaway jury yeah okay yeah. I, I was in college and uh i was i was i i had a, a little hustle in my 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 young days it was uh a featured recurring role at um like 150 a day and, that's good money and well and at the time though goes you know way back when um you could uh you could join sag locally that's when it wasn't they had different rates and all mm-hmm. depending on the market and to join sag in louisiana was 450 bucks and so I yeah went to, but you had to pay the difference when you yeah, 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 eventually. eventually. But, like um math has never been my strong suit, but I was like, wait a minute, I'm working three days at one fifty. So I went to the line producer on set and I was like, How about one day on you know, one day at four feet? Like it's the exact same amount of money and you guys can just like taft Hartley a kid and and uh, and he's like, Yeah, sounds great. So so that was it. <laughs> wow, that's slick. Yeah. You you negotiated. <laughs> I, I negotiated myself into the union when I was like eighteen, nineteen Good. years old. So then, okay, so you go and you do the stand-in work in L.A. How long were you there? Uh, about three years total. Um, two years solid. Came back with a film project of of my own. Um, I had written called, called utility. That was going to be like, you know, a, a breakout vehicle for me. I was shopping it around. It looked like that was moving forward, moved back just in time to settle in and get wiped clean by Katrina. So then, uh, jump cause I live right down from, from, from one of the breaches. So then back out to LA for the better part of, of another year, just getting back to work, getting life back and right. And, and I know you're married. Were you married then or yeah, you, yeah. So, so y'all were moving around the country together at that point. Yep. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, and that's you know my wife and I, uh, 
like everything that goes back in New Orleans. We met we met when I did we met on on our town. So my first play that I did, Aww. she was the she was the little head of the drama club at at Mount Carmel. So um, I mean, a lot of my my path just sort of got got set before me when in one shot I went from just a a, a young man, you know, looking for his, his way in this big world, and it's like here's what I want to do, and here's 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 my gal, here's my partner in crime. That's awesome. That's, That's awesome. So you've been together since high school. You know, well, yeah. we were we was off and on, you know, young. That's amazing. Dating, but yeah, we we started and then got back. Together eventually came and, back together. Yeah, yeah. Ah, the best relationships. Yeah, <laughs> like that. So, which is you know, I mean, it's uh, it's great, especially in in, in this business to have that. You know, yeah. knew you win aspect, yeah. right? Because someone just and she's always, in a different business. Right? Oh yeah, she's yeah. such um, she's like a clinical introvert. This, you know, <laughs> being in front of a camera or on the spotlight would be her her worst nightmare. So it it's been always good to just have me have that that grounded foundation because it doesn't yeah. matter. It's like oh, you know, I just did this amazing monologue opposite this you know oscar winning actor and then i'll come home and everyone else is like oh wow and how was this and i'll come home and she's like yeah the trash needs yeah. <laughs> who gives a shit <laughs> yeah it isn't gonna take itself out you know so um okay so good so you so you back and forth la then what happens three two one hey justin you there yes hey Whenever uh, you're searching for podcasts, don't you feel like sometimes you're like kind of all over the place? Because they're everywhere. They are everywhere. Yeah. Well, here's a thing that exists, and our show is on it. It's called Stitcher, right? And you can get Stitcher Premium, and it'll organize all your podcasts into one spot. So if you're looking for an app to access all your favorite podcasts in one place, shows like WTF. Conan O'Brien needs a friend. My favorite murder for talking like normal people. Huh. Why not try Stitcher Premium? All you got to do is go to stitcher.com backslash premium. Use the promo code normal people for one month free. Ooh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Yes. So why not try it out? Support our show. Thanks, y'all. Then, so, yeah, we decided... I I guess it became the the typical Katrina story, you know, what like what's next? Are you we you just walking away from everything you you ever knew and worked yeah. toward or you starting from scratch? So we decided to uh to rebuild and uh I was going to we were going to rebuild with the intent of of moving back to LA, but then by the time we were done like 17 months later uh and uh, I know you've talked about like your your background in the Shreveport so to so many people's credit in this state the fact that we were able to not lose yeah Hollywood South and it just sort of you know got got spread out so I was able to then get on where it timed out well I was able to get in on uh, round two of Hollywood South like from 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 the ground floor and uh I guess from that moment forth I kind of I couldn't justify going going yeah. back because a lot of my friends and counterparts in la were were not working and i was right i was working more and more here i mean and this is home yeah and yeah. this is home. It, yeah. how amazing that you i mean you certainly get a lot of work uh, here and in other places too not just louisiana but i mean the majority of it is in louisiana that you do yeah, the, the majority and i'm, I'm so grateful because i recognize that's like a a rare treat few people you, in, in, in the world get you but know to do make you movies. have this burning desire to uh do you, 
do you have this burning desire for it to not just be here or you know like i'm a i'm a have your cake and eat it too kind of guy so like i love i love to be to have the luxury of making movies in my hometown and just all the the history there and the the the, the comfort um you know where i can still like watch saints games and hang out with friends and family but but absolutely i want i i i like you know when we can go shoot on location or i i want to be plugging back more into into LA um, or just, you know, get and like anywhere in the world. I, I enjoy the variety of it. I would not right. want to do any one thing uh, no matter how great it was just, yeah. you know, consistently. I mean, do you, do you find uh, maybe this is applies to you or just for the seasoned actors in general here in Louisiana um, that there's a, a sense of like, they just want recognition you know, from the bigger markets that like, Hey, we're here and we're awesome. You know, you should let us mix more into what you're doing there. Uh, I guess yes is the easy answer. I don't think it comes from, I don't think it, it comes from an, like an ego standpoint, you know, okay. negative as in like, you know, they need a, they need to know what's up and who we are and we got to show them we can do. And they're not respecting right. us. And, you know, we're the Southern like redheaded stepchild. Um, but I think, I, th- I think like all of us here do uh, like we're we're proud of the work we do mm-hmm. and uh, and and the the community we we come from and so it, like it's always good when that's that's understood that's acknowledged and uh, it's been awesome to see to see us clearly turn that corner where it used to be um, it used to be you know we're uh, most of the stuff is going to come out of L A and then we're all just fighting for whatever little crumbs are left over and now we're getting. Much bigger crumbs opportunity getting bigger like crumbs. a getting, yeah, getting we're like getting a, morsels at, yeah yeah at morsels best. with a little meat on it yeah yeah it's like the it's like my grandmother was a caterer and she would like make finger sandwiches it's the best thing she'd cut all the ends off of the sandwiches you know so the crust it was just the crust and like little bits of meat and <gasps> and then it would get stuffed in a like a bunny bread bag and then like we would just eat that. We're, we're southerners. <laughs> we love our food. We want so, what is that? that. Those are those are like the regional actors. That's you know? the weirdest <laughs> thing I've ever the, heard. The grandma sandwich bag analogy. Jeez, use your sandwich scraps, kids. Have at it. You can Well, you can't have the party food, man. You got to eat the scraps. No, I'm Jeez, just kidding. That's, um, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. you need sustenance to survive. Yeah. So yeah, you're always you're all, wherever you are. You're always yeah. wanting to, to to do more. And, and it's, I mean. It's harder. I mean, for for the actors, I think it's probably harder for the actors here, you know, who have sustained themselves throughout, you know, 10 years or whatever doing this, you know, doing day player roles, uh, maybe a week here and there. Um, I mean, it's so much easier to live as an actor if you get the opportunity just once in a year or once every two years to work for a six week run, you know, like you get, that's a lot of money. And then you make a lot of residuals, you know, like the, the actors here, you know, it's yes, they get a thousand dollars for a day or whatever, and then get that nice residual check probably once or twice, but it's not, I mean, well, I, it's just hard. You it's know? funny. I, I was just catching up with with our old buddy Judd Lorman in L.A. last week. You know, we got together for for lunch, 
and it's a perfect example of where the the grass is always greener you know like right. coming from my standpoint or exactly the the, the you know a, a working actor who's 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 doing a lot of stuff versus you know I'll, I'll look at someone like Judd and you can't that becomes foreign at some point where you're just like god what must must it be like to just be on a show where you're not thinking about okay what's what's the next audition what's the next location um, right. all these variables and unknowns up in the air and then uh but then he's you know he he looks at me and he's like man i miss i miss, <laughs> I miss the hustle yeah I, I miss i miss the hustle i miss just like jumping in my car and then going to see you know you, you go in one room and and see you guys and then you go you catch up with with some friends on location or another audition that that sort of working actor grind for better or worse. no that's you know, nostalgia yeah yeah I don't, yeah he, that's rose tinted i mean you know he'll audition again yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yes. know yeah we're not we're not worried about it but i guess yeah. you know there's there's that perspective like there's just no matter where you are i mean there, I, there are the, the pros and cons it, and i don't think you know unless you're like a superstar i don't think you ever stop you know inter- interviewing yeah. for jobs you know auditioning you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, maybe, maybe it is just an interview where you go and you chat, have a chat yeah. and you don't have to read a scene, but you know, you're, you're always like, I, I have a friend who's pretty successful that was here making a movie recently and I, we helped her tape an audition, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, she's still, she still has to do it. Yeah. You know, and she, and by my, by all accounts in my head, she's a star, you know, well, how how uh, often are we taping people that are the lead in our the shows that we're doing yeah, down here? Yeah, they still they need someone to tape them. They'll yeah, hey, mm-hmm. we're on the same show. Do you think you? Yeah, sure. Come come yeah. on by. They they still have to audition, and then like they'll be done, and they'll look at us and be like, "Was that good?" And I'm like, "You're the lead of this movie, right? <laughs> you now. want like, me to tell you? you know, okay, you, but yeah, know. any series will come to an end. Any, that's right. Any film yeah. is gonna hit a wrap Every, date, and even and I and that's like it was great early in my career to get so much of that perspective. Like working with Dustin, we'd be wrapping up on a film, and he's like, "I'm tomorrow, I'm unemployed." You know, you, no, right? No matter who you are, you don't know you don't know what's next that, necessarily. That is uh, what a life we've now chosen. Now I want to rewatch Entourage for the eighteenth time. <laughs> <laughs> but that's also what keeps it exciting. Like I couldn't imagine the, uh, just the nine to five grind you know cubicle hell so what's a what's a regular day like for you regular day uh um i wake up i'm not a morning person i i have my alarm that's set to wake up as as dad and get and get charlie my daughter to school and then like i have the day to be to be an actor just wait assuming that, wait well, <laughs> waiting assuming, for that phone to call uh, she sits sh- next to the phone all day. Sh- shout out angie thankfully uh you know my my uh, my agent Angie Moncrief, action talent. She's um <laughs> sometimes it's like all right, stop sending auditions. I need like I, yeah. I need a second. Uh, but usually, you know something. Uh, my my days are generally free. That's when I'm going to be taping auditions or learning lines. And then uh, three o'clock rolls around, pick up my girl, and then it's back to to family mode. And nice. You know, and your wife, father is, and husband. Your wife is a florist, right? Yeah, she has. And, uh, is she doing the floral stuff all day? Or? Uh, yeah, she's got her her own company, Iris, and uh, she does um, uh, wedding florals. So, so uh, if you're getting married out there, yeah, she's Iris. amazing. One one of the uh, consistently best of the knot. Nice. She's yeah. um and and again that's humbling too because I might come off of like uh, the huge film set, and then the next day she needs 
help with like one of her wedding breakdowns. Oh, she puts so, you to work. So, well, I mean, she know it's calling in a favor, but right. That's what yeah. like marriage or any relationship. Yeah. Sometimes I gotta, you know, call in for her to, you, you do know. arrangements. Yeah. And so, stuff? well, I, I, I won't, I, I won't do the arrangements, but like there have been instances where I might have to meet her, uh, you know, one in the morning or something on like a breakdown and help, I'll, I'll help her I'll unload some boxes or get things done. And, uh, and every, you know, people might, I've gotten some, some double takes, like, like, wait, did that guy looks like someone Aren't I, you that I just guy saw from in a movie, movie. <laughs> the one who just like threw my, you know, yeah. floral trash in a box. And hey, like, <laughs> husbandly, the, the, the husband hustle is real. Yeah. 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 I mean, when, and especially if, if she has her own business, like you gotta, you gotta take care of everything. Yeah. That's the brand. You know? So, I mean, but everything it's, it's a, it's, it, you know, but it's pretty it's awesome. Well-oiled machine. You, you have the freedom to have your days you know a lot of a lot of actors especially here have to go do something else during the day work-wise yeah. you know that well, i mean and, that's and amazing I, I i teach as well you know at, yeah at, at launch and so usually i'm you know maybe i'm teaching uh one or two nights during the week and then i'll i'll, I'll, I'll teach some on on the weekend and so that's um I, I understand a lot of our uh, a lot of the other actors, you know, the finding finding the balance, the waiting, bartending, sure makes perfect sense. But I just like I made a, I made a, a vow to myself long ago. I never wanted to be like an actor slash slash slash. <laughs> right. So when I was just looking for for the other options, that's kind of what what had brought me into teaching. I was like, okay, well, what's something that can that can just keep me in the world? Yeah. And so I'm always um, uh, I'm 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 always in it you know kind of thinking it breaking down scenes or watching work from, yeah from another perspective what are you what are you teaching like what are your what is the focus for your classes uh i teach mostly teens and adults and kind of you know do you do te you teach my uh my personal trainer kyler <laughs> that's right shout out to kyler he's awesome and yeah and it's great to see him him finally getting his due yeah and yeah it's, it's so fulfilling <laughs> to see you know some of these this uh, amazing talent of of all ages you know whether it's the are the the wolves or Kaylee Fleming, you know, that when when you when you see it from the beginning, someone that 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 has it and then that yeah. that, that loves it and, and and rises above. Um, so I mean the the usual range of like scene study, uh, commercial monologue. Um, I'm I, a lot of my emphasis is on is on audition technique. I would imagine because I see. I mean, I don't think y'all will agree. Like that's a separate skill from acting. Yeah. Sure. Some of the best actors in the world are 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 horrible auditioners. And I think you like you got to be. It's like got to be able to walk before you can run. You know, if you can't jump through the the audition hoop, yeah, then uh, it, you're not going to get get to to do the real thing. You know? I'll say this: nobody is com is as committed to the audition as Billy Slaughter is. Oh, I would I would go. say I wow. would say that Thank for sure. That's a that's a from Justin man. That's a he sees everybody. I yeah. thank you. I appreciate that. Um. I mean, it's good to hear too, because sometimes I I feel like yeah, you make you make really nice choices when you come in, and you know? you're you're always unsure of well, you know what what is that balance of doing doing enough but not not too much. Sometimes you try wacky stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess in, de in defense of myself and and, and actors, um, I think I think it's good for us all to remember that that the audition room is different than the on set experience. That I know, like sometimes yeah. I think in the casting world, y'all might. And understandably so, think like, all right, what you're seeing in the room is kind of a sneak preview of what it might be on set. Sure. But um, to some extent, you know, I, I think like I see the, the the goals as different where in the audition process, 
your objective is to stand out you know is to 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 be different so i think like mm-hmm. like i'm trying you're trying to do kind of bolder choices are stronger things and then once you get the role now it's now you're trying to conform you're trying to blend into right well yeah the but show, you know? i i think yes to stand out but i don't think in in a like crazy way yeah. like you want to show everyone involved that you had the capacity to um be comfortable you know on set be comfortable acting opposite other mm-hmm. people you know as opposed to like just making some crazy choice yeah, that no is off, or... off the yeah like off the wall off beat stuff for the sake of just doing that um so it's i think when uh when producers are watching the tapes i think it's more about the the comfort level of the person in their abilities you know gotcha. i'd say do you agree with that or am i off base no i mean i mean i i agree with it i always i always think you know the the brass tacks of it all is you have you want to demonstrate you understand what's happening yeah and, well yeah yeah and you want to be believable is you know at its core that's what that's what it is yeah i mean and if you're comfortable in this stupid setting of yeah. audition room then, then you can be comfortable comfortable yeah on set. yeah we want to make sure you're not gonna get yeah, the set I, and I freak think, out i think this is the the harder part you know that's what a lot of people that a lot of people email us all the time and they're like i'm really i'm terrible at auditioning but i promise you i'm great on you know like maybe somebody i've never met before you know like introducing themselves or when you're on set it's like how millions of being spent to have well you got great actors opposite you yeah and all the real stuff the set and the props and the wardrobe and the moving parts i mean we need to as an actor you have to literally recreate all of that in front of the, yeah. the blank wall. You need to have a great imagination. Yeah. Well, that's what I've been, I've been telling people a lot lately is there, there tends to be, and this is something you're good at, um, at doing, not, not doing, uh, is there's a lack of, in the audition room of, of newer actors, like not creating the environment or like not yeah. visualizing the environment that they're in. And so, you know, I want actors to do a little business, you know, do some space work. And like if you if you have it in your head where you are, like who, what, where, when, why, all mm-hmm. that stuff, it's going to show. You know, if you're doing, a, you know, you're on the computer and you're typing and you're looking at the screen and you're actually seeing it. I know it's not there. Yeah. We all know it's not there, but like it you're helps. in it, you know, you're in, you're doing the thing. I think that's why improv helps actors audition so much because that's you sure. focus on being in your environment doing mm-hmm. object work doing space work moving doing things yeah. with your body creating all the stuff yeah. that isn't there creating everything that isn't there did like, you did you study improv at uh, all because you're pretty good at improv i didn't um i never that's one of the things like i never formally studied i always wanted to take improv classes but uh that i that probably goes back to the the early childhood growing up i loved watching a lot of sketch comedy you know whether it was snl or kids in the hall yeah um, or, or stand-up comedy i yeah i, I always really enjoyed watching yeah i think stuff i think improv will come easily to people if you're really comfortable with what you're doing mm-hmm. you, you know like you have this scene that you've been working on that you put all this work into and you know it so well that you can go off and you know come back to it you can go yeah. off book and like make it up make up stuff on top of it 
Um, it's, it's it's the acting version of jazz. You gotta yeah, you gotta man. know you gotta know you gotta the uh, the structure that's there, but that allows you to kind of riff in and out. Uh, it's kind of like my grandmother's sandwiches. <laughs> uh, come on, scraps. that was a far more relevant example. <laughs> it was. I was just saying we're like the scraps here. No, no I'm just kidding. we understand. Good but look, good I love food. food. We can here. always make a food analogy. Yes, feed your family. It's all good. So uh, you know, our our shows talking like normal people. How do you talk like a normal person? How do you how do you uh, apply that to what you're doing as an actor? Um, for me, with with all the with all the the many elements that you you need to account for, I try to like. I think that the simplest you can strip it down to the 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 for the basic formula of acting is unique character in the unique circumstances, mm-hmm. and so that's sort of my my foundation for for everything. Um, that you know, I suppose the like the the fundamental acting question: what would what would you Ryan do in the situation? And you need to be able to to answer that, like to to have it be grounded and kind of personalize it. Mm-hmm. But I think you know, whereas like some some actors start there and stop there and to me being a, a character actor it's recognizing it's not just about like you know all right talking in a different voice or something it's recognizing that the, where you have to arrive is um what what would your unique character do in this unique situation to where it's you're not just kind of going through the motions but i try to get to where i'm i'm thinking as as my character right normalize them that's great yeah and then but that might and so i suppose the term normal though like to me the that's probably one of the bigger challenges is is just talking like like a normal person you know Mm -hmm. because what intrigues me is um when you're what what makes this unique individual not normal or what what is normal what isn't normal taking maybe a very normal person in a, a completely abnormal situation like they might find themselves in in dramatically and so just finding that 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 balance nice yeah that's a good answer wow you thought about that you knew we were going <laughs> to well, ask you that well, like, i have <laughs> taught acting for a, so yeah i mean these are the yeah. types of things we're, we're always discussing and I, again i love it's the show is so fantastic because it it's these are you know these are conversations we're always having like over a drink at the bar or something and it's it's good to uh it's you know it's it's good to 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 hear it and and kind of have certain things that you already knew reassured or or learn something in a in a in a different perspective. Um, do you get more passionate when you drink? <laughs> we all, I, I, yeah, about everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. um, uh, you can you can send tequila courtesy of Ryan Glorioso. Too. Do you so do you have like um, a network of friends or maybe professional colleagues that you know? You like powwow with or like pick each other's brains or support each other, stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's such a, a tight knit community here, but I definitely, oh man, I was going to say, I, I, I have a strong respect for my, my elders and then like that was going to, you are an was, elder now. No, well, that was going to sound so wrong, but like truly the, <laughs> the, the generation, I, I appreciate the, the generation that came, that came before. And as much as the, the industry has, has shifted. So you know, I'm not. I, I I really try just in life and in work to not get caught up on like a trend or the flavor of a month. So if I have a question, if I want to talk shop with someone, it's it's my you know my buddies, whether it's 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 Lance Lance Nichols or uh, or you know Richie Montgomery, just you know the um, yeah uh, James Dumont. So sure. you know we're all we're all friends. Like we'll chat on a regular basis. Just you and you and Saints Dumont games. have that same hustle. 
Yeah. Ugh, similar hustles. Sim- similar, similar, <laughs> Dif- different yeah. technique, but similar hustle. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm talking about uh, acquiring the opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. That hustle. I used to. Good. Well, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Trying to find the balance, like 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 everything else. Like I wish, I wish, I wish it could just be about about the work. Sure. You know, like it, in all yeah, honesty, it, like like social media and all. I would. I that's such a necessary evil, or or your or networking, or now. Do uh, do you, know, you feel pitches. like you're networking? That you, I mean, you are pretty, you're really good at it and you're good at like, you know, promoting yourself. Do you feel like that's, that has helped like get you to like bigger opportunities? So, I mean, I, uh, I, I wish the answer was no, but, um, no, there, you don't. No, I do. <laughs> no, like I, I said, he, no, he's saying, I, like, I yeah. would, I would much rather, I would much rather do and, and be able to say, you know, like, like it's really just about the work yeah. and you do good work but um you know I, that's not like kind of where like where, where where we are in in the in in the world right now you know i've it's been yes it's when i've tried to kind of do more of the 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 show business aspect you know there has been more positive reinforcement than than negative you're right? getting and some results yeah yeah you get you get some results or or a a, a better result um uh, so you're not you're not just waiting for someone to see you on Mindhunter or whatever and say that guy was awesome. Let's hi-, you know like you're you're saying, "Hey, this was great work that I did and I'm going to throw it in front of your face so to make sure you see it and well, you hire I'm, me." I'm I'm about being yeah, being 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 proactive, yeah. you know, in your career like not uh don't uh like just don't you can't as an actor put your, or you shouldn't put your career solely in someone else's sure. hands. Um, we talk, you know, age generationally. I'm the, I was, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm too young to, to be the, the Rocky generation, but I was absolutely the goodwill hunting. Like that yeah. was one of the movies I was watching that came out when, uh, <laughs> when I decided this is what I want to devote my life to. It sure. was like very Matt and Ben era. Yeah. So that was a really great model early on that idea of like, like you, you want to do something, you, know, you gotta go out well, and do yeah, it. You go, yeah. you go do it. And of course we're going to hear, I mean, if, if you listen to what you're supposed to do, or if you, if you take no too much to heart in this business, that's, yeah, that's, that's something going to hold you back. I mean, we're, a lot of us are in this, a lot of us wouldn't be in this business if we just went with the, what you're supposed to do or what's supposed to be conventional. Sure. Um, and even, I think where a trend that that's in the business now that I, I, I sort of struggle with um, where it seems that uh, the we're very much in like the, the less is more school of acting, mm-hmm. which which is is uh, is difficult because I we we hear a lot. All right. You know, like bring it down, make it smaller, the kind of throw it away. Don't do anything. And I think there's a slippery slope because it started to feel like small equals real and but then the flip side of that coin is anything that isn't small it's it's fake and it's bad you know anything that isn't michael kane you know just stillness and i look in the eyes and i don't blink i don't blink but <laughs> i'm i'm just all about like real life is is my guide and i think that should be as as actors normal sure. people there there are and i think i think lara had uh lara grace had, had sort of touched upon this you know in in, in her show like She's a more extroverted person. Yeah. I am as well. Oh, some sure some people are more expressive than others. When I feel like I'm acting the most, 
is when I'm acting when i'm yeah. just <laughs> saying the line and being still and right that that's well that i mean false. that's my that was as an actor personally that that was my cross to bear like just look i have these giant eyes and like huge eyebrows and like everything moves up and you know it's just like i'm expressive we're expressive these people are expressive and we're real know? people yeah you know yeah man yeah. mr bean is a real dude and even so <laughs> Like uh, since I I just worked recently with with Clint Eastwood, um, yeah. And how was so, that? And uh, well, it's it's everything you would you, you would how was the movie you would expect? Oh, it's it's fantastic! Yeah, I saw the uh, you so, went to the premiere. Right? Jewell, Is that that bomb guy movie? Richard Jewell, yeah, yeah. yeah the, I really the Atlanta see that. Olympic I really bombing. It's see that. it's amazing. So I saw the the premiere um, last week, but it comes out December thirteenth. Check it out. The ensemble work is is unbelievable uh yeah paul walter hauser probably the breakout performance of the year as jewel kathy bates plays his mom i mean um, he's awesome yeah he's he's i Tanya, right yeah that that was like his he's he's his smaller he's great in everything yeah. everything that he's done is amazing i love that guy and it's guys like that that become overall it, it could not have been a more inspiring experience for me because as just a rank and file character actor who with I mean I've I've I know like I'm never gonna be a, a quote unquote movie star you know like I'm not gonna become six two and twenty one and chiseled anytime soon so I am to say, <laughs> you're working he's on, on his way good uh, <laughs> shout out to Kyler thanks Kyler <laughs> good work um you know so to see to see someone that is is one of us is just like. Uh, a rank and file character actor mm -hmm. have have the the work be acknowledged and yeah. then just be given just be given the opportunity have have Clint you know see him in something like I Tanya and and to have individuals like Clint I think who are willing and able to be like that's the guy I want to helm my next project I, I know you don't mean it like this but I don't think he was given it I think he definitely earned it oh like just from I Tanya and what's the movie I saw him in last year where he's like he's like you don't even realize it's him. He, oh, shit. Oh, no, I'm absolutely saying earned that it. Movie? That's yeah. He did the old fashioned way. Just, just doing. Let the work speak. Yeah, for ju itself. just doing good work until the right person, the right person notices, and the right, the right role presents itself. You know, th like those are my heroes, like a Brian Cranston or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, because that's the path I I see for myself. You know, maybe to like one day I might work my way up to the the sitcom dad. Just while I'm waiting on someone to put to create the next Breaking Bad, you know, just some epic. Uh, I mean, it can always iconic role and hell yeah, and show and I mean, and you, he's here now. You know? Yeah, it, it, the movie I was thinking of is Black Klansman. Did you see Black Klansman? I did not. Oh I did. my god, who was he? He's in that? he's one of the guys who like you know one of the white supremacist guys who. He, you wouldn't recognize him. He I, has I, this amazing laugh where he's like, <laughs> he's just like this weird remember. character. That movie was okay. He's so good. Anyway, we'll stop talking about him. <laughs> talking about Billy Slaughter. Well, no, uh, well, we're we're talking about Clint. So yeah, um, it it was it was really eye opening there because uh, he was there was everything you do expect, and everyone like prepared you for working with him. You know, just soft he's soft spoken and he's focused. It's like he, one take, right? He does, That's yeah, his doesn't thing. he's gonna do like he wants one or two takes. He's not gonna call action or cut. So he wants everything really organic, but um, uh, which was was made it all all the more sweeter when he saw what he wanted to see. 
89-year-old guy, I mean, leap out of his chair and still get excited on set. You know, like if anyone could be jaded in this industry, it's Clint Eastwood. Hell yeah. And so he still loves loves making movies. And then he was really big on 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 pacing was kind of surprising to me. And I think that's one of those that's one of those trying to find the right balance because you think as an actor, sometimes there's a school of thought that says like you don't want to think of things like like pacing because that's 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 external, that's contrived, you know, you're not just organically feeling it. But his I guess his point where he's coming from is he in in real life, most normal people aren't aren't kind of making a meal out of every single moment. There's right. there's usually just a, a more of a flow to to a situation. Yeah. And so he doesn't he doesn't want he at at no point does he want does he want any 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 moment to to become more than it than it ought to be. He I guess he's kind of a, a big picture guy and and, sure. and he has the big vision and everyone trusts it. And uh did he cast you from tape? He did. That's awesome. Crazy. Welcome to the future. Yeah. 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 Clint yes. Eastwood's in the future. Yeah. He <laughs> is the future. I hear I hear Lance's voice echoing in my head, you know, like if people like you know, a Clint Eastwood or, or David Fincher, they can, you know, they can they can cast us from from tape, and then you know, like why can't? Because we have the other situations where why can't first time director? That's yeah, where where, where someone's film? like, no, we we need you yeah. in this room, like three states away, and it's like yeah. it's like four lines. It's it's well, a lot of time new newer directors, and I I can somewhat understand it. They don't they want it to be as right. good as it can be. They don't want to pick the wrong person, and yeah. They're not used to casting like this. Just fear, yeah. huh? Mm-hmm. I mean, motivation. Yeah, maybe not fear. Maybe. They, they don't. Yeah, they, they're not confident, and they want to see you in person. Yeah. They want to make sure you're a normal person. It's, it's a huge amount of trust. Yeah. To you know, to have like your first or second movie, and and not see visually in person the people that are gonna make or break you, really. Yeah. You know, if you go on Clint Eastwood set and you suck. They'd, he'll find he'll find a way to cut you out or reshoot it but like yeah you know some people don't have that luxury especially uh, newer directors i got that warning on on mindhunter usually like uh, all the hoops were jumping through by the time you book something you're like okay well i learned we all learned that lesson the hard way like you can't even celebrate once you book because then all right the role got written out or you don't make the final cut and folks were telling me they're like all right so you might shoot it shoot the scene do all your work and then if uh, if they don't if he's not pleased with the end result, they're just gonna recast the role. And um, I mean, can you imagine being an yeah. actor and like yeah. you're you know you're pulling you got the friends and family over <laughs> on the sofa and you got Somebody the popcorn else and you're like doing this your is part. my episode yeah and here comes my scene and it's not like my scene was cut it's oh there's someone else doing, doing my, part. my part what a nightmare well uh, pro tip is. We usually find out about that in casting. We so like a nice casting office will let you know, yeah, that you're omitted. You know, might might not be recast. Yes, maybe we will tell you that. I don't, you know, but yeah, it's it's better. I think to find out anything up front. Yeah, so you're not sending out postcards. uh, I think it's more TV though. Do we get actor deletion forms for movies? Not so much. No, I I not not in my experience yeah usually for tv mm-hmm. we get them but for movies you know you could be on the yeah. red carpet and still not know yeah i be- think back to yeah. what was it, the i don't uh i don't drop character till <laughs> till i do the dvd commentary <laughs> the tropic thunder 
<laughs> I didn't I didn't celebrate like, you know, Mindhunter or whatnot till I got like the ADR call where you're just like, okay, <sighs> yeah. yes, yes, they need my voice. They, yes, they have they to need. they have to show me now, right? Yeah. Nice. Yo, Justin. Yeah. Have you heard of weaudition.com? That's a website? Yeah, it's a really cool website. It's this new innovative way to audition, self-tape, and rehearse all online. Oh, no. Uh, my actor friend was telling me about that. He uses that. Really? Yes. Does he like it? I'll ask him. <laughs> I'm sure he does. He uses it. Awesome. <laughs> so look, these are the things that you can do on it. You can find a rehearsal or self-tape partner instantly. That's pretty cool. You can audition and take general meetings on video chat. You can get career advice from industry professionals, much like you get from this podcast. Oh, absolutely. Um, and this is the coolest part for actors. You can earn money for rehearsing with other actors. You could earn money too, Justin, for rehearsing with other actors. Why not? Because I do it all day, really. <laughs> um, so all you got to do is go to weaudition.com. And look, if you use the promo code TLNP25, you get 25% off. Talking like normal people, TLNP25. Yep, 25% off. Wonderful. Awesome. Um, before we get into any questions you might have for us, <clears throat> um, and don't feel pressure to have any, but I know you probably do because that's how you are. You, yeah. You're a question person. Some dork you probably has uh, <laughs> next on a pad. Do you, do you feel successful? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's, it's not an easy business no. at all. And so, um, you've managed to sustain a career for 20, how many years? Close to, I mean, my, my adult life. You for know. your adult life, primarily living in New Orleans as an actor that's that's pretty admirable so good job so yeah i mean there's certainly a lot more i want to do like i do feel like i'm kind of just getting started in in some regards nice but uh but i'm definitely i'm i'm really like i'm happy with the experience and 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 acknowledge uh the like the great opportunities i've had but i've never like i don't like rested on on laws. you don't have dreams of escaping and like just like living on a farm somewhere no i'm 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 happy to say after like a hundred credits later i i still you i still, still like lo it. love what i do there's and a camera anything, on that farm he'll be there <laughs> <laughs> is there is there anything you want casting or producers to know about you that they don't already know um i guess i guess i'm 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 ready to turn that corner you know for a while you're I, I wasn't sure you know where you are in your career you don't always get the the perspective but as now more like larger opportunities are being being afforded mm -hmm. you know if it's a, a good good recurring or or give this star, man his own show yes. yeah <laughs> or or a series lead i mean um at at one point that was just in theory what as actors we're all working right. towards so you know i'm um, like that's that's what I'm I'm kind of gunning for now. Something where where I can I can take take a break on on the hustle and maybe yeah. sit on a farm on high. <laughs> but I don't yeah. even like farms, yeah. but uh, you know, yeah. So um, just you know, I'm, I'm I'm ready for some I'm ready for some larger stuff. But I still I still love what I do. So in in the meantime, I love the the everything in between. And I guess one other thing with with casting is like maybe uh. You know, give me, give me, a, give me a chance to 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 show something new. Um, I always like the idea that I mean, this business you can you can surprise yourself. Like one of the one of the drawbacks from 
from kind of being around the same place for so long is is people can get on on every sides can get comfortable or complacent or you know they, they might think they know you sure. or something about you so it's always great when you can you can kind of break out of that um yeah. i mean you know cat like yeah. going back to to the early days of auditioning when i first started my niche more than anything i was like a I was like a bright-eyed little. Oh, that's a he's a funny guy, you know. And then, and it's great to, to like having a niche is better than not. But then you have to you have to start working the other way and be like, hey, I can do some dramatic stuff anything. too. Yeah. And and the pendulum always swings. And so now I'm playing <laughs> I'm playing my own clansmen and killers and uh, you know there's just these, these these bad guys. And then you're like. Hey guys, remember when I was funny? When I was funny and like, I <laughs> oh shit, you were on Mine Hunter. I just, I just <laughs> now remember. I watched that whole second season. I remember like slaughtering it right there. You were, you were a creep, right? You were in a I jumpsuit. Sh- God, I was a, a super creep. Yeah. I was. Uh, Charles, I need to watch. Charles Sanders. I haven't, I haven't oh, watched season it. two. I, I didn't even see season one, but season two is great. Is it? TV. Can I watch season two without season one? I think so. I, it, you can't. I don't recommend it. Because okay. like so much is is the, the the foundation of of like what sets these guys out, and season one has a whole different vibe. Season two focuses like more on on one case, the the mm. Atlanta child killings. But for season one, it's like every episode oh. is a new, is a different, oh, is a okay. different killer. Um, nice, it's pretty. You're uh, really good in that. Thank you. Yeah, good that job. Good get accent that, too. Get that at Emmy nomination or what? Guest star Emmy nomination. <laughs> that that went to. Uh, Oh, oh it already but happened. No, from from season one, the I think the the guest star breakout performance was the one who. Uh, oh, forgive me, uh, but he plays Ed Kemper in in season one. This notorious horrible serial killer, and uh, and yeah, just like just like Paul, he was just a, a regional working actor, and and he found he was in the right place at the right time, and he found the right piece of meat that he could. He, he could chew on and uh oh it's so good the, all awesome. the work on that show is is amazing yeah awesome all right you got any questions for us um he's got a notebook he does. <laughs> it's, uh, i'm looking at a full page well, three pages no okay so here's one in in terms of of achieving that that balance with um pitching or 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 promoting do you should that uh, is that always best kind of outside of the room if an actor comes into an audition and say they've is is it and they've played uh, a similar role to the one they're auditioning for like three times in the past year i can see both sides i can see where you're like okay you want to let that be known because people are risk averse and and it's like precedent's important so it's like oh this guy's been there done that but then we know there are other people in the business that want it to be their idea and don't want to kind of retread something do you think Um, it's interesting are you saying now the first part was like pitching yourself for the role you're auditioning for? Yeah, like when, I when mean, you like I've done I've done this doctor role. So I mean, tons of other you stuff. you have a doctor reel or a medical reel, <laughs> and you auditioned for a doctor this week, right? Yes. So you sent us that that reel on top of it. That's nice to I have. I think that's smart. Yeah, it's really if smart. you have. I mean, if you've been doing this since 2002 and you've acquired a five minute reel of all your doctor and <laughs> medical stuff. And it's good stuff. Put it together, you know? I mean, leave the old stuff out if you don't look the same anymore. But uh, uh, coming in for the audition, you could say, hey, I have this. I I wouldn't make a meal out of it, Mm -hmm. like especially if it's really busy in the lobby and you know that they have to get to like a bunch of people. 
um, just say, Hey, I have this, I have these clips from all this stuff that I did. I can send that to you. Send it away. We'll, we'll say, yeah, just email it, get your agent to email it, whatever the situation, or if you're Billy Slaughter, you probably already have it up on actors access <laughs> and we can just go select the medical clips, yeah. uh, real. <laughs> What, do you, what do you call it? Your what, what? Your medical? You you called it something specific. That's my, my the medical character real. Yeah, some character specific. So how many? Reels. How many? Uh, I know this is your question time, but how many different character specific reels do you have? Let Let's go to the tail of the tape. Let's pull up actors' action. No, I mean right now, <laughs> I might have I might have like five, but but I have, but I have a list of of the the forthcoming the next generation. Oh, you know? really? Um, You're building it now. Yeah, like like right now, I have like maybe a reel. I'm giving away some of my my in, my insider secret. Like I have a reel of of, of you have all... to have the experience to have the sure, insider. Sure, sure, okay. Um, but like of all period characters for one, because I know I mean like I'm a I'm a detail oriented guy, and I know sometimes maybe every everything we're doing in this business, it's either helping you or it's hurting you, and so even when it comes to to, to reels. The idea of uh, of simply saying, "All right, just put all your best stuff and then send it there." Mm-hmm. Well, if I'm auditioning for something like you know a serial killer in Mindhunter, and I have these great comedic clips of like campaign me like Not mounting Will Ferrell or whatnot, yeah. To what extent might yeah. am I undoing them seeing me as 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 the character? Sure, you know. So that's where initially I just separated kind of a dramatic reel and and comedic sure. reel, but then when I started. Uh, as a character actor, you know certain um, certain types they became recurring, and I was like, all right, I've, I've played enough of these. Or um, then then I yeah I I got the idea to to put those. That's together. a good idea. Because even something like period, yeah. you know, I, I love doing period work, and no matter how much good contemporary material you have, it might it might not be the same as you know you're you might be now fighting the battle of yeah, but I, I'm not sure I could see him. Yeah, you know, in that in sure. that era, in that period. So, to me, that was an attempt to not have to do uh, uh, the 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 pitching. You know, the the stuff sure. I, I I don't like in 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 the room where I'd rather just be about the work to where you can just be like, yeah, all right, yeah. here's here's similar characters on on on. Tape. I like no. it if you have it. Like everybody it. should be yeah, having especially if it's a larger role. Yeah. You know. You know, if it's, it's something that's got a significant run in the show, like we're definitely going to want to watch a reel as well. Yeah. You know, or send it along. I mean, I may know you very well, so I don't necessarily need to watch your reel, but I want to send it to producers with your audition. So, but yeah. thank, that's that's really good to know because yeah. we're we're never sure of what um you know what's what's what we're doing on our end or what we can do that's that's helpful yeah. for you guys to, we can, to help serve the we can the hide cause. it if we don't want to use yeah. it uh-huh. yeah 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 we don't have to use it so it doesn't hurt to send okay. right um yeah all right so now let me put you guys on the the spot with a question i know uh over 40 episodes okay a lot of the 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 auditioning 101 about you know own own the performance and make strong choices so theory aside, can either of you give like specific examples, like one or two auditions, whether you want to name names or not, where you're just like this, okay, here's here's an example of a phenomenal audition somebody gave or an example of a horrible audition. 
I'm not doing horrible auditions anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, don't think. Um, I think the, I mean, I don't have an example of a horrible audition, but I think it would be just someone who, who is unaware of, you know, I guess that's theory who's unaware of what they're doing, like within the context of the world of the project or the, or the, the film or whatever. Um, you have to you have to have an understanding of what's going on, even if you don't have the entire script, which you're not going to have most times. You have to understand like the tone of the of the show. You know, I just think like lack of preparation, yeah. you know, makes for a horrible audition or just a bad audition. When I think when I think <sighs> of like all the auditions that like really get us excited, it's usually like you get it, you understand what's happening is usually like the best compliment you could give yeah i, I guess that's still kind is, is of, there is there a recent example where you can say like like somebody came in and you can, did yeah X, y, you and can Z. tell we're, we're doing a project now and for one of the roles it's really difficult really to really difficult to understand so we sent we sent these guys only the script so they could mm -hmm. read the whole script. You ha you, there's no way you can understand how to do what you got to do if you don't have the whole script. And even, even then, to, it's still tricky. Like becoming right. a god, where there's all this unique ter terminology to this world. Well, and you guys had the yeah had the addendum. Yeah, I had a, a cheat sheet of like what things mean. Yeah, that was yeah that was my idea. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. So, so you could tell who didn't read the script. Yeah. Like you could totally tell because mm -hmm. it's like, dude, like all you had to do was understand what is happening in this world and you would, you would get the scene that we're asking you to do. So I think it's preparation ultimately. Like you, you know, when someone hasn't put in the time that they need in order to achieve what needs to be achieved in the, in the room. And you can always tell when somebody like, really connects and really prepares and that's that's ultimately what makes the best auditions you know um the same project uh i i mean i saw some someone come in for a different role and and she was just like you know it was it was like written from her life you know like yeah. the the role she was mm -hmm. doing and it really showed like it was just like grounded and just like she was in it 150%. So preparation really shows to you guys, you see less of maybe even a, a, who you know you as could, a great actor. You could tell when a great actor just feeling it is, organically is phoning it in, yeah. you okay. know, like they, it, it'll be, it's going to be good. It'll be good. Mm -hmm. You know, like they, they can do this stuff, you know, in their sleep. Yeah. But when they are really into this, role you, like you guys get so many auditions right and you know maybe it's the 10th one this week and it's just like oh i mean i just you it's, just it's exhausting it yeah. it's your so, the job is exhausting for you guys and it's like how do you how do you keep the energy like sometimes you can tell if it's manufactured so let me let me ask uh the uh, to that first world problem <laughs> When like something we, we get a wave here in your audition for stuff locally, you know, re just just left and right. Uh -huh. So if you're in a position where where you you are less able to be as as prepared as you would like, do you think do you think the best play is to 
maybe keep keep the appointment or audition and just make the most of of being being on book do you think it's better to request an extension or just flat out you win some you lose some and 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 it's better to pass and save everyone the trouble rather than putting forth something you're not super thrilled that's about t- that's a tough I, question that's tough i mean that's that all seems like it's for your actor benefit <laughs> you know like if i'm if i'm asking you to come in to do or just not even come in just to audition for this mm-hmm. it's because i want you i like i want to have you as an option you know and if you pass i get it sometimes you're not available it's just annoying it like is, i i want you i want you to audition for it's, it it's i want annoying. you to read for it i think a message um we get doing a lot of scheduling is like can this person come in friday instead of thursday if not they'll totally be there on thursday or can we get an extension to saturday if not they'll get it in by friday i think that's i mean if you need more time for the tape and it's like we'll we'll let you have more time Mm -hmm. if it's like if we're if we want it by friday and we're sending link a link by friday then we kind of need it you know like it it's it's so you, you, hard to get them to watch more stuff after we yeah. send the initial link. I mean, not not exclusively, but sometimes it's harder, you know, and we don't want to be sending like two different links and the second link only has you on it. You know, it's just like it's kind of annoying. So you, you'd rather you'd, you'd rather have the option of, of having maybe like something something by the deadline is better than than nothing but maybe an, an agent submits the, the disclaimer of like hey they're working on a project right now or yeah. I still want it to be good yeah. okay so I mean it, it doesn't it, we all want our yeah. cake and we yeah. want to eat yeah. it too, in our you know? office I won't speak for anybody else it's it's okay to ask if there's any extra time if there is I'll be like yeah we might not be sending the link till monday anyway but it, i'll i'll tell people i'll tell agents we're sending the link friday afternoon yeah. like that's when it's we're not out. lying yeah yeah we don't you know yeah. we'll tell you when we're sending mm-hmm. like we usually we're pretty quick you know we i mean i've said this on the show before we watch as we go we pay attention in the room we take notes and we you know we grade everything as we go so that we know who to pick by the end of it we don't have to sit there and like review everything a second or third time we can just pick our our choices and, and move on with our yeah. lives <laughs> yeah. move on. i think maybe the one other casting question um with so let's say there there are multiple we're looking at a breakdown there are multiple roles mm-hmm. that that you fit as an actor mm-hmm. um to what extent is it you know what what your agents which one your agent chooses to submit you for versus if an agent sends one that you guys think the actor you'd rather see the actor for, you think he's better suited, we are you you're, yeah, we'll, you're going to request him for that? Yeah, yeah. And we then, do that all the time. And then on on the flip side, now let's say we're further in the casting process, and and that the role a given actor read for maybe that that gets that goes to someone else. They book someone else. How much does it ever exist where y'all are saying either you or directors are saying like, all right, we didn't book him for for what they auditioned for. But let's let's find another yeah, role. Happens a lot. It's yeah, not, that happens. It's a lot. not very uncommon. Yeah, I mean, we we place people from other auditions all the time. Mm-hmm. Like it just depends what who it is that's directing, producing. Sometimes they want to see people, you know, read for the role that 
they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Like it, there has to be a read for it in order to get it approved, that sort of thing. But sometimes like, um, like, uh, for instance, on, um, uh, on the purge, mm-hmm. we had, um, Devin, oh, yeah. Devin, Devin, uh, Tyler booked who, a role before who, they even wrote it. Yeah. I mean, she, she had auditioned for kind of a larger role mm-hmm. in the first episode and, um, and then she maybe she got read for something else, and then the producers were like, "We really like her. She's she's too young for, you know, this current role, but we think she should be um, Derek Luke's ex-wife." And we're like, in my head, I'm like, "Oh, it's gonna be like, you know, a couple of lines, yeah. you know, yeah. one flashback. coming up, one flashback scene coming up." But then it, it turned into a huge role. Like half of like episode four is like her. You know, um, and and that was from another audition. You know, so it does happen. You know, and shout out to Devin for shout being out. awesome. Yeah. Um, and then and then multiple episodes. You know, so it it, it definitely happens where you're people are taking notice of other auditions that you do and then gotcha. placing I mean, you, you. You've had that experience, right, where you've been on a show and then all of a sudden you're in additional episodes and they're just like, oh, yeah, we just like he, the character. He's in On Becoming <laughs> yeah. a God. It's kind of the same thing. I mean, thing, On like, Becoming a God, they – that was – what was the what was the role? What did I book you as uh, so, originally? I, I definitely want to give give Ryan you two thank yous and, and shout outs. Uh, Becoming a God, the role was uh, – on paper, it was it was like Founder's Hype Man. Yeah, found, Founder <laughs> – it was the Hype it, Man. It was like two lines. Right. And, and then his agent – was was diligent and said hey um he'll he's gonna he he wants to do it but do you think we could get a name and i asked and they won't grant us for every role like that but they um but what we did for that show is we had um and this is while you were still in san francisco justin Mm -hmm. we had we had a bunch of people read for like do a monologue from i don't know like I remember that y'all were asking. It was just like, yeah, we we asked everybody to do a bunch because we needed uh, fam people, right? And they really liked yours. And and throughout the season, you know, like they would be like, wow, oh, man, I wish we hadn't used uh, Kissinger yet because, you know, he really would be good as this too, you know? And and then they would put you in other episodes and like give you more to do. And so – And on a a Siri, I know like it used to be more – we used to be a more feature-based economy here and you never had that option. It was right. kind of like a take it or leave it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's been great to sort of, you know, relearn. And, uh, uh, and I, you know, that's probably, I guess a good, a really good lesson learned, you know, this was a, um, like things certainly turned a corner this year for me. And you remember early in the year, I was in a real predicament, maybe just that, you know, you're coming off new year's and, and the new year's resolution and you're just like, <laughs> all right, what's working? What could you be doing differently? And so I was, I was torn with, um, uh, maybe that, you know, there's, there's some outside influences, certain, certain representatives or where they're like, all right, maybe it's time for you at a certain point in your career, you set a higher bar and here's what people might want to tell you, here's what you should be doing or you shouldn't be doing. And I'm always like averse to trying to, to, to putting yourself in a, in a, in a little box or something. But, um, I, I, I was on the fence and I had, I had sought, I had sought counsel, whether, you know, it was of you or just any of, or, you know, Lance Ritchie, the, 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 uh, the, the perspectives I appreciate in the business of, you know, should you be holding out for something greater? But then what I realized looking back at having enough experience to gain some perspective. And I realized that, uh, in the past, 
a lot of times the roles that were supposed to be this uh, such a big deal in theory or on paper or the original script you know they when the dust settles it's much less than they they don't live up to the hype you yeah. know what i'm saying and then the exact opposite happened a role something like that where maybe it started as something smaller and and uh and it just grew and turned into a, a wonderfully unexpected thing you know well, that's uh, an instance of letting the work speak for itself you know you didn't really have to hustle to get additional days on on becoming a god you know you you showed up and did your work and it worked out for you uh, that's right thank you campaign was was another one early on where you know sometimes um you know people might be be quick to to say no to something or downplay it. i've i've always been a believer like work begets work or use momentum um so the last film i worked with dustin on was uh was meet the falkers where so now i'm just a, a lowly stand-in but directed by Jay Roach. There you and go. And now you just never know in this business. Fast forward, whatever it was, a decade later. And they remembered you when you and, came and in for yeah, the callback. And, and the callback. And so now I'm back home in my, my little southern ho- hometown, and I walk into the callback room, and it's 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 Jay Roach bringing his next project here. And and it was great to see. I mean, I had no expectation he would he would know who I was, but there, there are still great guys like him in the business. Sure. And, and like you said, just see – even even the good work a stand-in is doing, and just being yeah. like, you know, hey, I, I I remember you. It's awesome. And then it turns into something something better. That's right. All right, this is our longest episode ever. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> but it's awesome. It's been a good chat. Oh wow. Um, let's uh let's call it. I appreciate you coming and giving us your words of wisdom. Um, I want to thank uh J- Jason who's going to edit. I don't know if what he's going to do to it. But. Sorry, Jason. Thank you. Uh, it's an awesome episode. Um, we got some social media at Talk Like Normal on Twitter, at Talking Like Normal People on Instagram, at Glorioso Casting Twitter, at Rye Glow Instagram, at Jason Edwards TV, at Full Grown Mouse, at Justin TC underscore underscore. And Billy, what's your, what's your uh, social? Billy Slaughter Facebook. I think the other is at Billy Slaughter One. Sweet. Number one. All right, you guys. It's a good one. Thank you, guys. We're out. Talking Like Normal People is brought to you by MyCastingFile.com. Create a searchable profile accessible by multiple casting directors who are casting major film, television, and commercial projects. MyCastingFile.com.